It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. And it works everywhere I write. Summarizing a doc only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done. Jackson Gatlin here, host of the Monday edition Locked On NBA podcast. Every Monday, I cover the three biggest stories in the NBA with the local experts from Locked On. It's an awesome recap of the weekend of the NBA and a look at what's ahead. Mark your calendars on Monday to join me for Locked On NBA podcast, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. It has finally happened. The announcement everyone in Central Florida has been waiting for. The thing we've been on pins and needles about since this weekend when rumors first started popping out. Giannis Tima has signed with the Lakeland Magic. Oh, it's on. It is on indeed. You are locked on magic. Your daily Orlando Magic Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And you are indeed Locked On Magic. Today is February 1st, 2022. My name is Philip Rossenreich. I'm a site expert and editor over at OrlandoMagicDaily.com. Of course, follow me on Twitter at Philip RR underscore OMD. On today's episode of Locked on Magic, we will not talk about Giannis Tima. We'll not talk about Tom Brady retiring, although we congratulate our friends at Locked on Bucks uh, and Tom Brady for a fantastic career and fantastic run here in Central Florida. You can check out Locked on Bucks for more on Tom Brady's retirement. I'm sure they will have a ton to say about uh, about the GOAT uh, leaving Florida. Uh, and leaving the NFL as a whole. Um, maybe we'll talk a little more Giannis Tima toward, toward the end. I know he's a very, very popular figure. Very, very popular figure with me as well. Um, but on today's episode of Locked on Magic, we will chat about the ramifications of Joe Ingles' injury with the Utah Jazz, what that might mean for where Terrence Ross could land. That is one of the places that I thought was a heavy favorite to grab Terrence Ross um, with Joe Ingles as a key piece of that deal. We'll talk a little bit about that. Plus, the return of Chuma Okiki, um, not from injury, just, just to playing good basketball again. We'll get to all that coming up here in just a moment. But first, we want to thank you for making Lockdown Magic part of your day every day. No matter when you listen to us, whether it's right when we upload, whether it's during lunch, whether it's on your break, whether it's on your way home from work, whether it's the pregame for the Magic game, we truly appreciate you making Lockdown Magic part of your day every day. Remember, just like us, there are plenty of great Locked On podcasts for you to check out as well to get the lowdown on your favorite teams. The Locked On Podcast Network Street available wherever you download podcasts, as well as many of our episodes streaming on YouTube. So, the big news in the NBA yesterday um, was the uh, the revelation or, or revealing that Joe Ingles had toured his ACL. Um, Ingles was playing for the Jazz on Sunday uh, and had a little bit of an awkward fall or, or, or kind of uh, his knee gave out on him. And everyone feared the worst. Um, 
first, before we get into the transactional stuff, um, which is a part of this business, which is interesting, yes, but also kind of sucks because we treat people um, like they're, you know, NFTs or something. Um, I, I got to say this. Um, everything that I have read, everything I've heard about Joe Ingles um, is that he is one of the class people in the NBA, that he is one of just the best people in the league. Um, he's not just a great player, a, a guy who worked his way up as a, uh, I think he was second round draft pick with the Clippers. He was literally cut from the Clippers, one of the hardest cuts that that team made. Latched on with the Jazz. He really found his home, found his home there uh, as a, a great sixth man, a great just veteran presence. Um, and also just one of the class people in the league. The work that he's done with uh, autism awareness and working with with children on the autism spectrum uh, and acceptance of and, and working to, to get to, to just give acceptance and understanding to people on the spectrum um, is incredible work. Um, if, if I was a, a bit irrationally excited about the potential of making a deal with Utah, um, some of it was because I think Joe Ingles would be great for the magic locker room. Um, or I thought Joe Ingles would be great for the magic locker room. I thought that he would be uh, just a really, good guy to have around a guy that would help this young team out. If he, if he stuck around even for the rest of the season, just a good guy to have in the locker. Um, and, and to me, you know, that is, it, I'm looking for guys like that as much as anything else. Um, you know, we, I know we talked a little bit about some of the buyout candidates, um, some of the guys that the magic might be looking at with that, with that trade trade, uh, with the uh, trade exception that they have. And I, you know, I, I threw Serge Ibaka's name out there. I still think that that's something that that is possibly going to happen. That the Magic will end up acquiring Serge Ibaka and some draft capital uh, as part of that trade exception to help the Clippers uh, get under their luxury tax threshold. Um, and the Clippers should be looking very, very hard. But at the end of the day, you know, I, I, if Ibaka is willing to be a good veteran, I'd ha be happy to have him. But the experience that I, that certainly I think the Magic had with him earlier would suggest that no, this guy is not going to be invested. You just want to buy him out and get him, get him out and get him to let him go somewhere where he can win. Um, you know, Joe Ingles probably deserves that recognition too, especially in the contract year. Um, but the idea of having a Joe Ingles type guy in the locker room, the Magic need a guy like that. Um, you know, Gary Harris and Terrence Ross have been great veterans. It sucks that we're talking about trading them. Um, that's just kind of the nature of the business. Orlando is going to have to work doubly hard to find veteran players that are invested in the project they're doing um, and finding just good people. I mean, the Magic are very good about finding good people. It's, it's, it's been very rare that the Magic have had any, any people that are just going to give them trouble or, or just be a little too much on the edge or, or over the edge on a lot of, on a lot of things. There's been a few, but, you know, don't get me wrong. And, and I think this team could use some, some, uh, some edge to it. Um, you know, as much as Bo Wagner and Michael Carter Williams can give that edge, um, they're, they're great teammates as well. Um, the Magic, the Magic need veteran guys who just know what they're doing and, and can just be good leaders and good examples for the young players on this roster. And and, and keep it real with them. I don't want I don't want veterans who are going to be beat around the bush and be so com so company line, um, but be invested and see the potential that this group has. Um, everything that I have heard about Joe Ingles. Um, suggests tells me that he is one of the good good people one of the best people in the league and um i think you could see it uh in the outpouring from utah fans especially you can go check out um david Locke's twitter feed i, I think and his episode today is sort of a joe ingles appreciation post because the jazz know that this is probably it that this is you know with a torn acl he's going to need a year of recovery he's sort of on his last legs anyway 
Um, he was struggling a bit this year to, to kind of match his production. Um, it, it, it feels like this is the end for Joe Ingles in Utah for sure. And, and you know, unfortunately, maybe in the league he is, he is getting a little bit older. Obviously, though, these dominoes fall and they all have something. They, they, they all affect something somewhere. They all affect um, pieces down the road. Um, there is no getting around that. There is no denying that. There is no changing that. Um, you know, that this is a reality of the business and the way the business is run is as right or wrong as it is. And I did, and Utah has been reportedly one of the teams chasing after both Terrence Ross and Gary Harris. Um, unfortunately, Utah just, Utah, the, the, the struggle with Utah is they, they don't really have the salaries to make much work and they don't have the draft picks to make, make much work. I don't think they're able to trade their draft pick into 2026, which honestly, I'm fine pushing a first round pick out that far. The Magic have plenty of young guys. Bank up a pick. Maybe you get lucky. Utah kind of falls off the map a little bit or falls down a little bit, and you get a mid lottery. You get a mid lottery pick, or you get a a, a mid round pick from that. Um, I think that would be perfectly all right. I think that would be perfectly fine. Just just add some draft picks to your coffer. Um, but Utah is likely now going to have to really chase after Terrence Ross a lot harder, or chase after Gary Harris a lot harder if that's that's ultimately their plan. What do they have to offer them? That's the tricky part um, because. If I'm Orlando and I'm sitting there thinking about the trade deadline, I'm sit, sitting there thinking about what I want for Terrence Ross. I want some future. I want some future assets. I want some guys that'll kind of grow with my team. Uh, if I'm giving away a, a reserve, a, a rotation level player, I'm going to want maybe not a rotation level player in return, um, but someone that I I feel comfortable is going to grow into my rotation with me, and then maybe take a swing on a young prospect. And unfortunately, the Jazz just don't have a lot of them, and, and Utah really can't afford. To give up, to give up a lot of those, a lot of their young capital. Um, they can't give up a Trent Forrest, who would be an interesting addition, or 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 any of their young guys. And the, and the young guys, one of their problems is their young guys are not playing well enough um, to kind of supplement a, 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 an aging roster a little bit. And I think that's an issue that Utah is trying to address by adding a guy like Terrence Ross and kind of holding the fort together while their window is open. The deal that, you know, so so one of one of my writers at OrlandoMagicDaily.com put together a couple of teams that might be interested, tried to put together a couple of deals, and 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 there aren't that many great deals. Um I would still argue that that my favorite deal that I've seen is trying to get Taylor Horton Tucker and even Kendrick Nunn out of Los Angeles and the Lakers. Um Nunn, I think, you know, I think he, you know, if this injury recovery is going well, could be a great shooter and score for this team off the bench, replace a little bit of what, about, of what Terrence Ross does. Um, and if you're not going to get draft capital, get a young guy like Taylor Horton Tucker. Get a young player. You know, contract isn't super onerous. Um, it's not going to affect your timeline. You're not really putting a ton of money into free agents right now. Anyway, um, go grab a guy like Taylor Horton Tucker and see if you can develop them, develop him better in your atmosphere and, and really unlock him. And of course, I, I understand the irony that the Magic were the ones that traded Taylor Horton Tucker to the Lakers for virtually nothing. It's probably a mistake at the time, you know, so be it. Um, that's, the, I think that would be the best deal that the Magic could get, get a more established young player that can maybe speed up, that can help speed up the timeline a little bit if that's if that's what happens with the Magic's young talent. Um, and then, you know, again, a vet, uh, Kendrick Dunn's a young veteran. He's not uh, he's not a veteran by by any means, but um, a guy who's just a scorer, uh, you know, which obviously we've, we've been complaining that the Magic don't have enough shooting. Kendrick Dunn can shoot the ball. That's That's, that's kind of what he does. What this deal, what this injury does, though, is it takes away a big chess piece off the table for Utah. 
they don't have a lot of big salaries. Um, the only way for them to make salaries match with, Ter- with, with the magic for Terrence Ross would be a Royce O'Neal, Eric Pascal deal. Um, you know, and again, I don't think either of those guys are going to excite fans a ton. Pascal had that great year with Golden State a few years ago, but he has struggled to kind of match that. Um, certainly, uh, kind of keep his spot in, ro- in the rotation. Um, Royce O'Neal, I think, is really solid, a good defender. I think he would fit in really well. I think he could do a lot worse than him. Um, but you know, again, he's not a name that's going to going to completely drive people crazy. But I, I think Royce O'Neal would be a really good add to. So there is definitely still a framework for a deal with Utah. Um, you know, I don't think the Joe Ingles thing takes Utah completely off the board. Um, I do think that that Ingles, if they could have convinced him to stay and be a good veteran, would have been a really nice piece for this Magic team and a really nice guy uh, for the Magic to have in their locker room because of all the things that I said earlier. Um, but Utah is going to be desperate. They need the shooting help now off the bench. They need Terrence Ross. Um, and they're going to be sending everything they have to go get him. We'll put the trade discussion talk to the side for now. Obviously, the trade deadline is 10 days away now on February 10th. We'll be talking plenty more about it as we get closer and closer to it. But we'll talk a little bit more about Chumo Kiki and the turnaround that he has had coming up here in just a moment. But first, a quick word from our pals at TurboTax. People think unusual circumstances mean complicated taxes, but for TurboTax Live experts, that's what makes things interesting. We all have unique lives, whether you invested in crypto for the first time this year, own an up-and-coming small business, or raising rambunctious twins. Luckily, TurboTax Live has experts who can answer your tax questions, walk you through the whole process, or do your taxes for you from start to finish. They help you get every deduction you deserve, no matter your unique situation. And you can talk to a TurboTax Live expert through your phone or computer without even leaving your house. TurboTax Live experts are here to help you however you need. And if you need an extra hand, hand your taxes off to them and they'll do it all for you. To TurboTax Live experts, an interesting life can mean an even greater refund. So visit TurboTax.com to learn more. You do your thing. They've got your taxes into it, TurboTax. Today's podcast also brought to you by our pals at Rock Auto. With the ever-increasing numbers of makes and models, it's now impossible for your local auto local chain auto parts store to stock all the parts you need. So I endure often pointless or seemingly intimidating questioning. Just going into the auto parts store is intimidating in itself. And then wait while the person behind the counter orders the parts on their computer. They can only choose the brand their warehouse happens to carry. It may not be the part you need. The beautiful thing about it, though, you have computers with access to rockauto.com at home and in your pocket. You don't have to leave to get the auto parts you need. So save time and money when using Rock Auto. Rock Auto is a family business serving do-it-yourselfers for more than 20 years. Rock Auto prices are reliably low for every customer. They have everything you can need from brake parts, tail lamps, motor oil, and even new carpet. Go explore their easy-to-use website today to find the solution to your auto part needs. Go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck right locked on in their How Did You Hear About Us box so they know we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need at rockauto.com.
Chuma Okiki, the big Chew, the guy that everyone on the Orlando Magic says has the funniest personality, but is still maybe a little shy, a little, little, little too cool for school around the media. But Magic fans love this guy too. Um, there's there's a lot to love about Chuma Okiki. He's like a uh, sometimes he's like a big teddy bear. Um, you just want to hug him. Uh, but this year has obviously been a really difficult one for Chuma. Um, Chumo Kiki has struggled to kind of get himself out the gates, struggled to, to get himself going this season. Um, and it's been a little bit perplexing because a Chumo was so solid last year. He, yes. He had his ups and downs that a rookie would normally have, especially when coming off of knee surgery. Um, but uh, he had his ups and downs, but he was still so solid when he was good. He was really, really, really good. But this year, Okiki just seemed off. Yes. You know, people probably didn't talk about this enough, but um, he missed most of training camp with a bone bruise in his hip. Um, he missed the start of the season with that same bone bruise. And he struggled to kind of get consistency and, and build a rhythm. And it showed in his stats in, in the way that he played. His numbers this year are not impressive, to say the least. Um, his numbers this year are not particularly good. 8.1 points per game, 4.6 rebounds per game, and 1.4 steals per game. They're all improved over his rookie season. Again, getting a little more minutes, a little more comfort. You know, he's putting up good raw numbers, perhaps. But he's shooting just 38.4% from the floor and 29.5% from beyond the arc. This is for the entire season. Obviously, when the Magic drafted Chumo Kiki, they were kind of sold or, or sold him as a 3-and-D player. Guy who could hit that open three-point shot and defend at a high level. And defensively, he's you know, had his bad moments, but he's been largely pretty good. And that's what's kept him on the floor and kept him in games through this little, through this struggle that he's had this season. But at the end of the day, the Magic needs shooters, the Magic needs scores. Their defense has been pretty good, um, you know, especially of late. Um, they need scores. The reason why they lost so much in January was not because of their defense, it was because they had the worst offense in the league, if not the, the second worst offense in the league. The last 10 games, though, Chumo Kiki has started to turn a corner. Has started to look a lot like the player we expected his rookie season. Okiki had a strong 19.7 for 10 shooting performance in Sunday's win against the Dallas Mavericks. That include two pickpocket steals, one of Luka Doncic. On the final play of that game, Okiki had the call on Doncic and got Doncic to pass the ball, not take the final shot. That is in itself a victory, um, especially because the Magic were able to force um, a tough pass to the corner, and then another pass where they were able to close out and stop the shot and obviously get the win. This followed a 17.6 for 7 shooting performance in the win Friday against the Detroit Pistons. Starting to stack up pretty good games together. In fact, in Okiki's last 10 games, he's up to 10.7 points per game, 5.3 rebounds per game, 1.8 steals per game, is shooting 46.9% from, from the floor and 42.4% from deep. He had one bad game this week. Wednesday against the LA Clippers, he was 0 for 6 from 3. If he would have made a couple threes, the Magic probably win that game. He missed a couple of big open shots early in that fourth quarter that probably would have stemmed the tide and, and gotten the team some momentum back. But this isn't, this, this isn't the story that we want to tell. The story we want to tell is one of a guy who's found his rhythm, of a young player who, you know, is going to still go through his ups and downs, is still probably getting comfortable, is still adjusting to a new offense with a lot less structure and a lot more responsibility for each player. Um, each player has their own reads and has the ability to attack and 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 freelance and read what the defense is giving. Uh, and, and that's a lot more responsibility than 
what was a much more structured system under Steve Clifford. Again, I'm not saying either one system is right or wrong. And I think this team could use a little bit more structure, especially Chuma. Um, but everyone is starting to kind of get and understand what they're trying to accomplish. Chumo Kiki is starting to figure this out. Is starting to figure out exactly what he needs to do and what he needs to accomplish. Um, he is starting to hit his open shots. He's starting to hit his shots in general, and he's starting to make much smarter plays. No doubt, Orlando is using Chumo Kiki very differently than Steve Clifford. There's less post-ups. Um, he's been less effective at them, obviously, but there's been fewer opportunities to get down on the block and try and back his guy down. There's been fewer opportunities to kind of play the way that he was playing last season. But this has also obviously been a chance for Chuma to grow his game. And slowly but surely, he has done that. He has taken that next step. He's starting to take that step and starting to play with rhythm. We'll go over some of the January numbers a little bit later on in the week, but the Magic had a, a really solid January. I know their record may not reflect it, but they finished top 10 in the league in defensive rating. And they're starting to begin, they're starting to play the way that they ultimately want to play. They're starting to play with that tough defensive mentality, a mentality that fits what Okiki's doing. Because Okiki is one of the best players at getting deflections and steals in the league overall. If you look at his numbers from Basketball Index, Okiki is, let me pull up the numbers here, in the 99th percentile with 2.2 steals per 75 possessions, and in the 88th percentile with 3.4 deflections per 75 possessions. Again, this according to Basketball Index. Okiki's defense has always been pretty solid. It has gotten a lot better, especially as he's gained strength and confidence um, in his lower body once again and just comfort within his role on the team. Obviously, for a Magic team with so many young players, having another young guy who's able to play at a high level and able to defend at this level is really, really, really important. And besides, we all love Chuma anyway. We love Chuma a ton, and we're happy to see him playing this well. And it deserves the recognition that we're giving it here, that Chuma started to figure things out, find his place, and that's a big reason why the Magic are starting to win a little bit more consistently. We'll talk about tonight's game against the Chicago Bulls, talk a little Giannis Tima, perhaps what's, what's coming up with him, coming up here in just a moment. But first, there might be less football being played, but betonline.net has way more odds and info for this playoff season. From scores, totals, player performance props to where the next fired coach is going to land, Bet Online is the number one spot for all things NFL betting in 2022. And it's not just football. BetOnline.net's basketball, hockey, boxing, and UFC odds coverage is the best in the business. From sports right down to your favorite Vegas casino games, BetOnline is your number one online wagering destination. BetOnline, the fastest and easiest way to wager on all your favorite sports and play your favorite games. BetOnline, that's betonline.net, where the game starts. Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. 96% of Grammarly users say that it helps them craft more impactful writing. Would you agree? Grimly helped adjust my tone to navigate tough work conversations. And it works everywhere I write, so I can quickly communicate effectively. Your teammate used Grammarly to summarize an important document, making a three-pointer. How did he do it? It only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. 
you made an incredible slam dunk to end the game. The meeting was canceled, and your team will go home champions. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done. The Orlando Magic back on the road tonight as they take on the Chicago Bulls. They'll start a back-to-back here. They play the Bulls tonight. The Indiana Pacers tomorrow night in Indianapolis. They'll get a couple days off. They're back home this weekend for a home back-to-back Saturday against Memphis, Sunday against Boston, and they'll go out on the West Coast beginning next week, uh, leading into the trade deadline, of course, on February 10th. A lot going to be happening here. Um, that, that road trip will take them to the All-Star break. They'll have one final home game against the Atlanta Hawks before the before the All-Star break. And then it's a very home-heavy back half of the schedule after the All-Star break. Like I told everyone, don't be surprised if the Magic get a lot of get get a few more wins here toward the end of the season or start playing a little bit more consistently. They're gonna have a lot of home games to kind of build some momentum and build that consistency as well. So uh, that little lead the Magic have in the reverse standings um might disappear very, very, very quickly. Don't be upset when that happens because this is a team that's trying to win and trying to do good things. Tonight's game against the Chicago Bulls will be a different challenge, of course. The Magic have had some decent games against the Bulls. They got blown out, obviously, in that first game way back when in November. Um, They came back in December on a tough back-to-back, played a really strong effort in Chicago, but ultimately fell short. Uh, And then, of course, a few, uh, about a week ago now, the Magic were able to blow out the Bulls, minus Zach Levine, um, in a a big home win to to kind of really jumpstart this homestand, this winning homestand at 3-2. This is going to be an interesting matchup for that reason, I think, because I think the Bulls will be a little more focused than they were perhaps in that game because of the way the Magic played, because of the way the Magic just so thoroughly beat them. Um, obviously, Levine will be playing now, and, and, and even though Chicago is down a few players, um, you know they still got so many dangerous weapons. Um, this is going to be a, a real good test of the Magic's defense. Chicago um, is a solid offensive team, even without Lamella Ball, even without Alex Caruso. Nikola Vucevic, while he is struggling offensively, still does a good job distributing it and getting the ball around um, and, and kind of helping facilitate that team. And, and DeMar DeRozan earned his starting spot in the All-Star game. He has been phenomenal all year long. The way the Magic win this game is they're going to have to defend really, really well, just like they did uh, a week ago. Um, it's been something they've been good at lately. So I think as long as the Magic play the kind of defense they're capable of and don't turn the ball over, they have their shot to win. The, the biggest issue the Magic have defensively is their own mistakes right now. Um, the turnovers have been a creeping problem all year. They remain a big problem for the team and remain a, a big issue for the Magic overall. Um, when teams are able to get out and run, get get to them before their defense can get set, the Magic, the Magic can really, really struggle. And obviously their own mistakes are the big thing. Chicago's defense has definitely taken a hit a little bit since Alex Caruso went down and, and, and Lonzo Ball went down, to be perfectly honest. Um, and so the, there is definitely a pocket. There's definitely a, a window to score to score here. But the Magic definitely want to avoid getting into a close game. they got to really rely on that defense because Zach Levine and DeMar DeRozan are good enough to beat set defense, good enough to beat good defense. Um, so this is going to be a big challenge for the Magic. Um, you know, they had a really nice homestand, but ultimately the test is can you take it on the road? Defense should travel. If you play good defense at home, you should be able to play good defense on the road. It's going to be a big opportunity for the Magic to show that what they learn at home is something that will carry on to the road uh, into tough environments like the one at the United Center. 
Tip-off is tonight at 8 o'clock. We'll have our recap, of course, as well as a complete recap on tomorrow's episode of Lockdown Magic. And like I teased at the beginning of the show, the Lakeland Magic announced this morning that Giannis Tima has joined the team. Um, the Magic still hold his NBA draft rights, um, and so it's not surprising to see him come into the Lakeland system. I know a lot of Magic fans were upset that the Magic didn't bring Giannis Tima in for uh, one of those emergency 10-day contracts. I do not think I thought that was a good decision not to do that. Um, a, they needed emergency guys like very, very quickly. And B, the Magic hold his draft rights. You don't want to waste those draft rights on like a little 10-day contract like that. If I'm making a prediction right now, um, the Magic are bringing Giannis Tima into Lakeland, kind of get him into shape, get him playing, get him, get him playing, see how he fits into their system in a little more serious way, help the Lakeland Magic, who've struggled a little bit this year uh, under a new coach, um, help them pick up a few more wins, get a little more consistency. But I, I would imagine that one of the ideas that the Magic have is that once they make their trades, you know, their, their trade's coming, they're probably going to be sending out more players and they bring back in. There might be a window. There might be an opportunity for Giannis Tima to finish this season with the Magic. So just something to keep an eye on. Obviously, I think a lot of that's going to depend on what happens at the trade deadline, but I do think the Magic are sort of priming the pump to, to priming the pump a bit uh, to see, A, what Giannis has at an NBA level. Um, Summer League is not the G League. G League is not the NBA, obviously. Um, and then maybe to see if they can bring him in, uh, put promote him to the main roster, maybe sign him to a two-year deal so they have that extra year as well um, at the end of at the very end of the season when they might have a little more roster space um, and, yes, probably maybe a little more opportunity as as maybe they decide to shut some guys down later on in the season to protect um, their lottery chances. Um, but that's going to do it for me today. I want to thank you all again for listening to today's episode of Locked on Magic. Of course, find us on Twitter at Locked on Magic. Subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, TuneIn, Himmler, Google, Spotify, Odyssey, and all the fun places to download podcasts to your podcast-enabled device. You can, of course, follow us on Twitter at Locked on Magic. Subscribe to the podcast, uh, like I said, on Apple, uh, on all those places, and follow me on Twitter at philiprr underscore omd. Remember, for the latest on the Orlando Magic, be sure to check out orlandomagicdaily.com. You can follow us there on Twitter at omagicdaily. We want to thank you for making Locked on Magic part of your day every day. Tomorrow, we'll have a complete recap of the Magic's game against the Chicago Bulls. Now, Go make your second listen. Locked on Bets, your daily one-stop shop for all your gambling needs. Locked on Bets, hosted by your boy Q with expert analysis and insight from Lee Sterling. It's free and available on all platforms. That's going to do it for me today, though. I want to thank you all again for listening to today's episode of Locked on Magic. For Orlando Magic Daily, Locked on Magic, this has been Phil Ross. like this y'all again next time for another episode of Locked on Magic. Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. And it works everywhere I write. Summarizing a doc only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done. Hey, Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.